0: Well, good morning everyone i'm going to read from the book of ruth and um mark um introduced um the book to us last week about ruth and naomi and their families and how they had made this um this journey into moab and away from bethlehem away from jerusalem and israel to because there was famine and hunger and um they want to get a better life for themselves but everything Seem to go wrong for them they made a really bad decision and Mark talked about some bad decisions and decisions that he made in his life and and some of the consequences that happened and I'm sure we've all made decisions good and bad how do you feel when you make a bad decision kind of what what do you call yourself when you make a bad decision you have names that you call yourself maybe a bit like I feel a bit stupid I'm an idiot, why do I do that Come on, Gary. You know, get yourself a slap in the head, or or do something else. We call ourselves all sorts of different names and different things, which um, when we make bad decisions. And so Naomi, Naomi made this bad decision. She went to Moab. She went to her family. Her two her husband died. Then her two sons died, and she was left with her two daughter-in-laws. And Naomi decided, you know what? I'm going to go back. To Bethlehem. I'm going to go back to Israel because I hear that they've got God's blessed them there and they're going to have harvest there. They have food there. They have opportunity that I'm going to go back there. And she starts off this journey with her two daughter-in-laws. And this is where we're going to come into the story right now. Then it says, then she started to return with her daughter-in-laws from the country of Moab for she had heard in the country of Moab that the Lord had considered his people And given them food. So she set out from the place where she had been living. She and her two daughter-in-laws. And they went on their way to go back to the land of Judah. But Naomi said to her two two daughter-in-laws. Go back each of you to your mother's house. May the Lord deal with you kindly. As you have dealt with the dead and with me. The Lord grant that you may find security each of you in the house of your husband. Then she kissed them, and they wept aloud. They said to her, No, we will return with you to your people. But Naomi said, Turn back, my daughters. Why will you go with me? Do I still have sons in my womb, that they may become your husbands? Turn back, my daughters. Go your way, for I am too old to have a husband. And even even if I thought there was hope for me, even if I should have a husband tonight and bear sons, would you then wait until they have grown?" Would you then refrain from marrying? No, my daughter says been far more bitter for me than for you because the Lord has turned his for the, for, because the hand of the Lord has turned against me. Then they wept aloud again. Oprah kissed her mother in law, but Ruth clung to her. So every time in our life we have to make decisions. Who makes decisions every day? do you like making decisions yes no maybe yeah some people do that i did i think i think when you're younger you know it's much easier to make decisions well i'll buy this go there buy a house but as you get older you want to make less decisions i think you want more stability don't you (laughs) less choice less decisions just let life go a bit easier and it it gets harder to deal with change and and making more decisions you want stability and choice in your life you know, I have, to make, I have to make decisions all the time. I think, will that decision go right or will it go terribly wrong? You know, the worst thing about making decisions, everywhere you go you make decisions, even when you're going to uh, enter a coffee shop, you have to make decisions, don't you? It's not easy anymore going to a coffee shop, is it? So I, I want to have a bit of a challenge. I don't know if they can come up and socially distance a bit, but I'm going to ask Dave and I'm going to ask Graham if they could come forward. Just keep your mask on. And um you need to come in social distance from me away from me if you can get the, the mic, I'll put Dave over here somewhere just avoid that's <laughs> it. You could come here. As long as you can shout, don't shout. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I've got a competition, right? I'm going to time you for um well, let me see if I can get this. There we go. Right, you've got one minute. Right, when we're we going to coffee shops. Everything I go to a coffee shop, they ask me what I want, and I say, what do you have? So, well, what do you want? You two are connoisseurs, I'm sure, in coffee. I've been to your houses before, and you have, you have probably the best coffee that I've experienced. So, I'm sure you have a great knowledge of coffee. So, I've got to give a challenge, right? So, I'm going to give you one minute, and you've got to, you've got to name as many co- types of coffees that you can. Okay, so we'll start with Graham, and then Dave, back again, back again. And the first one to not be able to name a coffee loses try and yeah, name some a type or a type yeah type of drink yeah drink or drink you get in a coffee shop thank you for clarification right one two three latte. Cappuccino. cappuccino americano, americano. macchiato Macchiano. silta white coffee white no, coffee no, black coffee, Flat coffee. Skinny. Skinny. skinny skinny uh yes what mocha <laughs> espresso, espresso. espresso. <laughs> mocha double espresso double mocha double, <laughs> double mocha. <laughs> oh, well done, thank you very much you've done really well, they did amazing I didn't even think they would last that long I thought it would be two minutes and they would be gone but every time I go in a coffee shop, they say, what do you want to drink? And then they go through this list. So they go, a honeycomb latte, macchiato, a honeycomb cappuccino, flat white, flat black, latte, cappuccino, mocha, americano, cortado, mocha, cortado, caramel, camado, macchiato. Oh, what else do they have? They have um, um, a honeycomb iced latte, iced americano black, iced espresso macchiato. Then they have all these frostinos and costa but there are coffee shops you can go to mint chalk frostinos all these different things that they they ask us that that you want and not only that after you go through all the coffees they ask you what type of milk you want and what size and then then they ask you what kind of milk do you want vegetarian vegan gluten-free dairy-free nut-free peanut-free soya-free clear no i want almond Almond's got the less sugar in it so they ask you all these things about what just to just to buy a coffee it's a major decision isn't it or do you go in a coffee shop and just say i will have a filter a tea it's probably the easiest thing isn't it just going to have a, a filter and a tea but we make decisions every day of our lives and when we get these decisions it's a good decision it's fine but when it's a bad decision how do you feel when it's a bad decision uh uh-huh. if, like if you don't like it, sometimes bad decisions can be all right, don't they? They actually work right But do you ever get that kind of sinking feeling when your belly and you go, <sighs> you know, all of a sudden you get a belly and pain, and you're going, "Oh, that wasn't a good decision. That was really bad. I can't, I can't believe. Why did I do that? Why did that happen? Why did I make that decision? Have you felt that way before? No. You can nod your head you can't speak but you can nod your heads and she'll move. I can't even see if you're smiling at me or not you can go, <laughs> but we all make bad decisions and how we respond to them and and Naomi she made a bad decision she she went to she went to Moab she left the, the land of her family the land that God had placed her in and, and she went to a, a different country and her her sons They they married women from Mobile, and that that just wasn't done at the time of Israel. It wasn't seen as proper or right or correct. Her husband died, her children died, her sons died, and she was left with these two daughter-in-laws. And she decided to go back to Israel. And so they would start to, so they started to go back on that journey, and they they started to cry because Naomi says, no, you can't go with me. I want you to go back to your own mother's house so that you can have a life for yourself because I don't even know if I'm going to go back to Israel alive. Can you imagine that, making that journey as an older lady going back to Israel? would be very challenging, very difficult. They don't have, they're just coming from a place of famine. They don't have food. They don't have anything. And even when they get back to Israel, there's nobody to look after them and support them. They're going to have to beg around the fields, look for food, look for things to eat. It's going to be a really hard, difficult life. And Naomi knows this and says, please, please go back to your family. Have a life for yourself. Have an opportunity for yourself. Live your life for yourself. Just let me go. Let me go and die. And they all weep together. And Oprah, she just, that's not, from the TV, that's not from the TV. Oprah, she just she just goes and she says, okay, I understand what you're saying. I'm, I'm going to go back to mother's house. And I'm going to have a life and build a life myself. I have a husband, a family. I'm not going to make this difficult decision. But Ruth says, I will go with you, Naomi. I will stay with you. And she clings on to Naomi. Mean, it's amazing that faithfulness, isn't it? That faithfulness that Ruth shows. You know, how much do you value faithfulness? Do you know what faithful means? It means no matter what, you know, you stick to that person. You do the best for them. You help them. You be you be faithful. You know, even if your friends hurt you or do different and difficult things to you, you try and be faithful and still be friends to them, don't you? Or you're just going to huff and say... No chance you try to be faithful and Ruth was faithful to Naomi and said I will go with you Naomi wherever you go that's beautiful isn't it but Naomi she was in a really bad place and, and she, she was in a really bad place about decisions she made in life she felt you know I'm in a really difficult place and she felt that like God was against her do you ever feel that in your life sometimes you feel like God's against you You know that everything that can go wrong, everything bad that can happen, every situation you find yourself is just wrong. You think, God, why am I in this situation? Why is this happening to me? Why is this all going wrong? God, are you really against me? God, you just not like me or something? Do you not feel that way sometimes? Is it just me it says that to God? <laughs> and Naomi was in that place, you think, God's against me. And she changes her name from Naomi to Mara. And Mara means bitterness. You know, so imagine she's going around and saying, what's your name? My name's Mara. Oh, it's like it's like me going around and saying, who are you? Oh, my, I'm bitterness. <laughs> I'm pain. I'm hurt. I'm despair. I'm loss. I'm grief. You actually change your name to it. And when people talk to you, that's who I am. My experience of who I am. I'm bitterness. Can you imagine feeling that way? So much bitterness in pain and hurt about your situation that you change your name to the to the feelings that you have but we do that don't we we call ourselves names you know when things go wrong in my life and i make wrong decisions i tell you i thought oh, i'm stupid i'm an idiot you know i'm ignorant <laughs> i'm bad i'm unfaithful i'm greedy i'm selfish i'm this you know how many people call themselves stupid when things go wrong? Is that just me again? <laughs> and we call ourselves names, don't we? Just like, just like Naomi, we call ourselves names and we say, "That's who I'm," because sh- that situation I'm stupid, because of that situation I'm an idiot, because of that situation I'm, I'm so bad, because of that situation, you know, everything in my life is just so wrong, and we see ourselves as something different and who we are and how God sees us and Naomi thinks that God is not for her but against her but you know what God was for Naomi even when everything else went wrong even though she went there and she left the land of Israel and she left that place of blessing even though her husband died and her two sons died and everything was going wrong says God says I'm still with you I'm not against you I'm for you. That's amazing, isn't it? You know that whenever things goes wrong in our life, when everyone's falling apart, God's not saying I'm against you. God says, I'm for you. I'm with you. I want to bless you. I want to make the best life possible for you. I'm for you, not against you. There's that wonderful song called The Blessing, isn't there? And that's a whole part of it says, I am for you, not against you. And, you know, Naomi needed to hear those words to say that God is not against you. Naomi, God is for you. You know, I mean, Graeme, God is not against you. God is for you. It doesn't matter where you are in your life at the moment, the situation you're going for. God is for you, and God has blessing for you, and God has opportunity for you. You just have to believe that God can still work through your life and not call yourself stupid, bitter. All the bad names we call ourselves to put ourselves down because God doesn't see us that way. God says, you're a child of God and I love you. And if you follow me, and even in the hardships, even in the difficulties, if you believe in me and trust me, I'm going to bring blessing. And as we go on and we discover more about the story of Naomi and Ruth, we see God's blessing in Naomi's life that she cannot imagine. And if you're in a really difficult place at the moment, God has blessing for you. And even if you feel like God is against you, he's not, he's for you. But sometimes we have to go through those difficult places, don't we? Those difficult challenges. Those difficult circumstances. To see God at work. Because God has to transform us and change us and shape us and mold us into the people that he wants to be. And Naomi had to begin that journey with Ruth. To know that God hadn't deserted him had deserted her but God gave Naomi Ruth and Ruth's like a picture of God's love isn't it Ruth didn't give up on Naomi Ruth hung on to her and hung on to her and said I'm going with you no wherever you're going and that's the way I see God with us you know he loves us so much he almost clings on to us and holds on to us and, I'm not giving up with you I'm going with you I know this is hard and difficult and challenging time but I'm going with you and I'm clinging on to you because I've got blessing for you and I'm going to bless you and bring, bring you to that place of wonder and hope. So I want you to reflect on, if I can get this to open with my fingerprint, there we go. So I want you to think about a few questions. How do I feel about God when everything feels that's it's against me? How do you feel about God when things go against you? Do you feel that God is against you? And when we read the story of Ruth and Naomi, we realize that, you know, Naomi felt that God was against her, that her life was better. But God was for her because he gave her Ruth. And things were going to be better and there was going to be blessing. So how do you feel about God when everything goes wrong? Reflect on that. Think about it. How do you feel about that when everything goes wrong? How do I feel about myself when, when everything feels against me? How do you feel about yourself when everything goes against you? Do you call yourself names? Do you get down? Do you struggle? What names do you call yourself? Have a think about it. And Naomi, she changed her name to Mara, which we call bitterness of what you call yourself and do we see ourselves as God fuses because God had a totally different picture of Naomi than she had of herself he was going to work through her to bring blessing to generation upon generation to a thousand generations through King David to the birth of Jesus from this Naomi, this woman who felt her life was bitter God was going to bring King David and bring the Messiah Jesus Christ through her, isn't that amazing? She's thinking there, God's against me, my life is bitter. But God says, I've got this blessing upon you for a thousand generations. And he is for you for a thousand generations. He has got blessing for you and blessing for you today.